When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. If you have thyroid eye disease and the pain in the back of your eye is forcing bad words from your mouth, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. Talking Single is a podcast featuring three strong women raised between Lagos and London, but we all live in London. We talk about life, love, and everything in between, challenging stereotypes and questioning what it means to be a woman navigating life today. Our podcast is called Talking Single, simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to the Talking Single podcast, where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Today's topic is sex toys. I'm going to jump right in and introduce everyone. Um, Hosting today is me, Keisha, the fun-loving unromantic. And here with me is Crystal, the recovering love addict. Crystal. Hey. <laughs> and then we've also got Rivi, the cautious romantic. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. Today, we also welcome to the Talking Single podcast, a special guest, Rashida, who is the relationship and sex educator for young girl, young persons. Mm. She is here to Hi. shed some light and provide some practical tips on this very sexy topic. Hi, Rashida. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, Rashida, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Loving the shade. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Well, it was sunny earlier on, so. Nice. Eclectic British weather. Anyway, so, um, the topic today is sex toys, AKA adult toys, AKA Mm -hmm. marital aids. We're going to find out from our girls if they use them already, if they would consider using them or hell no, like it's not happening. So we'll see. Um, We'll also find out for those not using them, why? I mean, and at the end of the episode, uh, homegirl Rashida will be dropping some gems on the topic in the Q&A section at the end. Ooh, interesting. Looking forward to that. Some gems Stay tuned. Stay tuned, stay tuned. So the, the Oxford Dictionary tells me that this, a sex toy is an object or device used for sexual stimulation or to enhance sexual pleasure. And that almost half the British population admit to owning at least one product. So that's a lot of people. Wikipedia also told me that no safety regulations exist in the sex toy industry. So does that make it a dangerous sport, Rashida? What do you think? I mean... Hmm. Yeah, well, it could be a, classified as an extreme sport because they're different <laughs> extreme sport. Yeah. Extreme, <laughs> honestly, because there Why are Why am I some... giggling? Sorry, sorry, Rashida. Please go on. Okay. Um. Um. There are some toys that potentially can be used in the bath, and the last thing you want to be to happen to you is get electrocuted Ooh. in the bath. We are let in the air with a sex toy. You don't want to be found oh that way. So. <laughs> That's not the kind of shock you want. 
no. Oh, my God. No. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So the first thing I want to know is, where do you ladies stand on using sex toys? So I have three questions for you, okay? Do you use sex toys? If not, would you consider using them? And if you don't want to consider using them, why, why not? So I'll start with Ruby. What do you think? Uh, I don't use sex toys. Um, okay. I have tried in the past with um, an ex. Um, I'm, I wouldn't consider using it because I prefer to use sex toys with a partner. Ooh. And there will be some toys that I wouldn't use. Okay. Um, and since I'm single, I'm not using it. Oh, okay, okay. So you're, you're, you'd like using it with a partner. That's yeah. very interesting. Some toys, not all toys, some. Okay, some. okay. okay. Mm. That's right. a bold thing to do. In, okay, I'm going to jump right in. Yeah, jump, <laughs> yeah I, jump, think, jump. I think that's a bold thing because, I mean, it took a while to even... Okay, yes, I do have sex toys, but it took a while to even admit it, then even bring it out to someone and say, okay, actually, use this on me. As in, those were... I had some personal or mental barriers I had to break to get to that point. Yeah. But yes, to answer your question, yes, I do have sex toys. Okay. So, yeah. All right. What about you, Crystal? I do not have a sex toy. I have never used one before. Um, I would consider using it, but I don't know what's stopping me from doing that right now. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not sure I would use it with a partner. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. So what, right what about away. if you're gifted one? If you're gifted one, do you think you'd use it? So I've had about two group of friends telling me they're going to buy me one as a gift. I'm still waiting. Those are good friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's how she's coughing. <laughs> Drink some water. There's something in your <laughs> yeah. and okay. I must admit, the first sex toy I bought was because my friend bought me vouchers to Anne Summer, and in her own words, was to buy lingerie or whatever. But I went the other way and I experimented and bought the sex toy. So, okay, and you've not looked back since, I presume. No, well, no. So after the first time as in it was daunting as in i guess that's another thing i guess we'll probably come to it later on it was a daunting experience to even walk into and summers by myself to even buy the sex toy but i was i guess it means it made me realize that you have to do the research on what you want and what options there are for your specific needs and wants mm. the i just went in as a complete novice went into the store and the lady bless her soul, just directed me into something that kind of almost ripped me in half. And <laughs> yeah, honestly, it wasn't a good experience. I just, I remember thinking after like three or four tries, I was just like, okay, this is not for me. I put it in a bag and I just left it somewhere at the back of my wardrobe. It was mm -hmm. years later that I actually even went back to it and then said, okay, well, after other experimenting with other toys and I went back to it, I was like, okay, this is not so bad. It might not be my favorite thing to use, but hey. It could work. It, it could, could work. work sometimes, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. So for me, I, I feel like, you know, owning your own sexuality and understanding your preferences, just like you said, Richida, is important. Um, also to even personal growth. So knowing how to DIY or do it yourself. Yep, please uh, yourself. You know, <laughs> 
please yourself, you know, know what you like in bed. It's, it's important. So it doesn't to have me, to be bed. It could be on the sofa, well, kitchen, <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> All the areas of the house. Yep. <laughs> Monday in the bathroom, Tuesday in the living room. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so basically, yep. sex toys can also create different types of sexual stimulation. And this is beneficial for different reasons, like maybe where you have a decreased sexual sensation or lower libido. libido. Um, and they can also help you enjoy sex more and um, have an orgasm because you're in control. So you can you can actually direct yourself, you know, you're, you're a director in your own play you yep. know, when you're doing it yourself. So the, yep. it, there's, a, there's a lot of control in it. So um, f- for you, Rashida, because I know you have one, do you feel that um, sex toys are integral to owning your own sexuality? Yes, definitely. Because, I mean, one of the, I mean, okay, the first time when I talked about sex toy, I guess it was just, curiosity but as the years have gone by it's made me realize that it's a way of exploring myself identifying what I'd like and what turns me on Mm. and for most of us you have this set of fail-proof things or actions that you know definitely will get you an orgasm 100% of the time Mm. but the use of sex toys many times for me has kind of opened me up to different sort of stimulations that I wouldn't ordinarily have thought of and found that wow I do like that so okay it kind of helps you help is help me get to know myself better and once I and I feel like once I know yourself better you'll be able to communicate your needs to your partner or partners or yourself Mm. as the case may be I'm nodding my head. I'm nodding my head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What, what about you, Crystal? I mean, is that a good, a good reason for you to make you want to go and buy one? Or yeah. Because apart from sex toys, there are other ways to please yourself, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's masturbation. Mm-hmm. And you can, through masturbation, understand what you like and don't like, I believe. That's very true, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is um, masturbation your own pr- preference rather than, is that how you've been able to get by without using any toys? Yeah, I wouldn't say preference, but I just felt like I've never needed a sex toy because I can just masturbate and please myself that way. Okay. So you're um, lobbyist for the DIY method. Boom. <laughs> So I guess um, this is Crystal. I mean, I would assume that you mean masturbation is using your own body Finger. parts, your fingers and well. home objects. Well, let me clarify, let me clarify. You don't have to tell us actually, by the way, but let me clarify what I'm saying. Because for me is I would classify using a sex toy as a form of masturbation. Mm. so that's how i would think about it as in well i would use instead of maybe using your own fingers you might as well decide to use a vibrator to masturbate when i masturbate i don't use my fingers so i'm not gonna tell you what i do because that's private to me but i don't use my fingers Interesting. Right. I'm so curious right now. Oh, okay, okay. My secret. Gosh. <laughs> what about you, Ruby? Are you? So, are you? So, to be honest, you know, before we even talk about um, 
masturbation or sex, sexual toys or whatever. I was actually thinking more about why do we do it? Um, is it for orgasm? Is it for arousal? What is it for? And in my, in my case, I am all in the arousal club. So it's really about that heightened emotion and how do you delay that emotion as much as possible? And I think um, it was Crystal that was saying earlier on, it doesn't have to be a toy because actually I don't think that you need a toy to own your sexuality. You can discover your sexuality by exploring your body and feeling comfortable with your body. Um, and there are many other aids that you can use. And I think the most powerful aid is the mind. Mm. Okay. Ooh, I like that. The mind. You know? So, so, so we have another advocate for the DIY method here. Well, <laughs> I don't know whether it's DIY or not. So I'm just saying my own my own thing. So for me, right, like the way and maybe I'm wired differently, I don't know. I just think that the first point is there is no way I can get aroused if my mind is not stimulated in some shape or form. Right? So it's either maybe there is some, I'm, I'm kind of fantasizing about some guy or we are talking mm. on the phone and it's flirty, dirty, or there's some dirty mm-hmm. texts we're exchanging. Mm. My mind needs to be like stroked. Do you know what I mean? Ooh. And if Ooh, mind yeah. is stroked, then the body, the body is stroked. Feel, <laughs> exactly. The body is stroked. And, you know, and I really enjoy delaying that kind of feeling and that sensation and experiencing it. And I'm just so in tune in my body at that time. What am I feeling? What is my, what are each, what's every part of my body feeling? I'm enjoying that. Mm. I'm less fussed about the release. I enjoy that arousal and I want to be there for a while. So, you know, I'm like, let's take it slow and steady. So, so are you kind of my space, you know? So that's a good segue into my next question, actually. Mm. Um, is physical stimulation the only way to an orgasm? Um, or can you have an orgasm of the mind? And from what you're saying, Ruby, I think you can. I guess it, it, I don't think there's a one way to orgasm. I think there are many ways you can orgasm and everybody's different. Everybody has a different kind of absolutely G spot, you yeah. know? So I guess it can happen, you know, mentally and mm. it can happen, you know, physically it just depends on what you, you like. Right. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So what about, so does that mean that tantric sex is very valid? Because that's about the mind, isn't it? And about the spirit and feelings and visualizing, I think. I don't even know what that is. Sorry. Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) I've heard of it. I'm like, she threw one in there. I'm like, what is that? I've heard of it, but if if you ask me to explain it, I couldn't. So please, you know. Okay. Keisha, um, explain. I should explain it. Okay, I, I can do that. I can do that. So tantric... Um, okay, sex. you Googling. <laughs> <laughs> no, tantric sex is an ancient Hindu practice that has been going on for quite a long time. And I think it was... I heard about it through, through some of these celebrities. Celebrities, I'm not sure which ones. Um, apparently, it's a slow form of sex um, that's said to increase intimacy and create a mind-body connection to powerful mm-hmm. orgasms. So, okay. Um, so, my next, so let's move on and talk about couples using sex toys. Um, this can be using it with or without your partner. Um, I think you've touched on this already, Ruby. One misconception is that using toys while in a relationship means that your partner isn't a good lover. 
However, in many online articles that I've read, it's written that couples who are happy to explore different ways of being intimate, including the use of sex toys, are able to maintain their sexual satisfaction um, in the relationship over a longer period of time. Um, so, I mean, as women, I mean, how do you, how do you feel about this? Um, Rashida, do you think yeah. sex helps relationships? Yes, it does, because obviously with the use of sex toys in, in the first instance, well, from my, I will be talking from my own experience, use of sex toys initially wasn't something that was openly discussed. So you had to, I had to get past that mental barrier to actually use it, go out, buy it, use it myself. Then it had to be a level of extra level of communication with the partner to actually be open to using it with him. So it did help the relations, well, the sexual part of the relationship because we just had to talk more about, okay, yes, I like this, I don't like this, or how about we use this one instead or not, as opposed to just plain old vanilla sex, which most people just have it anyway. So I think, so I think to answer your question, yes, it does help with intimacy because you're forced to communicate more on your needs or your desires and how the use of sex toys makes you feel. And most communication is actually in real time as in during the acts of having sex or making love or making out or foreplay as the case may be as opposed to after the fact where you're like oh well i didn't like that but there and then i had to learn to say well no put it that way or do it that way or harder or slower or let's just dump it so that okay. in my own personal opinion did help with communicating what what about what do you think um Crystal, I mean, have you ever discussed the use of sex toys with a partner? Nope, I have not. But, you know, if I was in a relationship and it was brought up, I think I'll be open to being adventurous. I think good sexual communication. Yeah, that's good. Mm. What about you, Ruby? Was it useful in your past relationships? Did it make you more open and communicate um, about um, sex more with your partner? Well, I think it's really important to talk about sexual preferences in a relationship because one of the things that makes relationship works, I think, is that you're sexually compatible. Mm. And so you should be able to talk about what each, um, each person likes, um, how you like to be touched and what, what is a no-go area for you you know, your views on toys, I think it's really important, um, just like any other form of communication is important. So I know that um, in my last two relationships, uh, when my partner at the time brought up the topic of sex toys, we, we could talk about it. We, you know, the first time um, we ever talked about it, I was a bit uncomfortable because it never happened before. But hey, by the, by the end of it, it was pretty cool. And it really did help. So I do agree with that stat that it does help. But it helps that you are in a similar space sexually because if you have someone that is open to it and somebody that is not open to it at all there's a problem yeah and also i guess for me in my own personal experience most the times i in the relationships that i've used the sex toys 
these were toys I bought for myself because I knew these are things I liked as opposed to getting one from my partner as a present, which I probably wouldn't have minded, but I would have wanted, I'd want some sort of communication that, okay, well, babe, I'm going to buy you this. How about we go shopping and we buy things, buy stuff that you like or both of us would like. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, um, there's a schools of thoughts that couples who use sex toys rate their um, sex lives better than couples who don't. So this, you know, what you're all saying seems to chime in with that. Um, it's also said that couples who use sex toys are also more able to have open communications for, about sex, which seems to match up with what everybody's also saying. Um, yes, that is general. That is the general consensus. But I guess it it won't be one hundred percent of the cases. There'd still be people that, I guess, in toxic or terrible relationships that will have sex toys used on them without their consent, or I guess communication and consent as well. Because it's one thing for you to be very open to use sex toys on yourself, but you have to be okay to use it with your partner as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is what I was saying about, um, to your point, Keisha, about open communication with your partner about sex. Mm. Um, it's so important that as women, we feel comfortable to have the discussion or to raise a discussion if it is not, especially if we do enjoy using toys, we should be able to talk about it and say what we like and how we like. Not just when we are single, definitely when we are single, it's important, but when we're in a relationship, why shouldn't we talk about it yeah, and say so what true. we like and what we don't like? That's even when yeah. it's even more important. How would you feel if you caught your guy using, say, a flashlight or a blow-up doll or something? I mean, Rashida, what do you think? Well, if you could see my face right now, it would be like, <laughs> um, the truth is, so it's, I think maybe this is maybe double standards for mm. a woman is okay or I'm okay to use a vibrator or a dildo, but I'd be, I'd be mad if, oh, no, not mad, but I'd be spooked if my partner decided to use a flashlight because mm. I'm just, just be like, oh, on earth are you looking for? And why must you use that? I said, seriously, but. I'm not sure if it will be a deal breaker, but oh, it probably would be a deal breaker to me. Oh, Rashida, that is being like, you know, hypocritical a little bit. Yes, I know that. To you, why are you using? I know, I know that, and I accept that it's double standards for. It's just something I have accepted. I don't think I can get past it. A flashlight? No. No, I don't think so, actually. But because if you stop and think about it, because the, oh no, maybe I'm, I have a problem with it because my, my preconceived notion about people that use flashlights and blow up dolls are just like 44 year old virgins living in the basement of their parents' homes and don't talk to women. <laughs> that's the thought, that, that's the preconception I have, which I'm so sure is incorrect. But, I don't think I, yeah, it's still there. And (laughs) what about you, Crystal? I don't think, yeah. I think it's hell of a weird. 
<laughs> blow up dolls are how, so bloody weird. How is it different from like, a dildo or a vibrator? I mm-hmm. don't know, but blow up dolls. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Oh wow! Talking about addictions, um, a friend of mine told me that she was addicted to her vibrator. Oh. And she had to get rid of it. She said she didn't want to go out socializing. She just wanted to consistently use it whenever she was alone or bored. So she had to get rid of it and she hasn't used it since. So, Oh, wow. That's an interesting. Okay. There are definitely times where I've been known to use the sex toys more than others, whether I was in a relationship or singles and it just... Maybe I just had time on my hands or I don't know. But the truth is, it depends on what um, kind of release you're looking for. Because I guess um, with, yeah, it depends on what space you're in your life. If you're going through a terrible time and your coping mechanism is to have orgasms, then maybe at that point you could be addicted to the quick orgasm because that's another thing with sex toys as in or with knowing yourself or masturbation or self-pleasuring you know very quickly what gets you off very very quickly as in like the fail safe steps one two three and boom we have an orgasm so if that's the quick release you're looking for then sometimes you might get addicted to that quick feeling like yep do this five minutes and i'm done three minutes i'm done so like a domino rules. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But even but this also goes with sex with partners as well. There's sometimes you're open to long hour long foreplay and candles and massages. But there's sometimes you're just like, actually, let's just get right to it. Let's just have the sex and have the orgasm and move on. It might not even be because be because you haven't got time, but you're just like, I don't have time for for play today. Let's just get to it. Hmm. What do you think, Ruby? Are you what do you think of is it, is it possible to be uh, for a sex toy to be addictive? And um what, you know, how would you feel if you caught your guy using a flashlight or a blow up doll? So I don't know about the toy being addictive because I don't feel the same way about those about the toys. So for me, I, I don't know, but I guess it can be for some people. Um, if I caught my partner using a toy, I'd be in shock. I'd be like, what the fro? Because <laughs> we should have had this discussion and you should have put it on the list as some of the things that you yeah. do. And then I would have said, uh-uh, or okay. <laughs> so, well, no, it could be a way of um, showing you an a an no. unexpected surprise don't show me any ex- unexpected <laughs> surprise that's not a surprise that is shock that's heart attack waiting like you no, should be telling me about these things in advance what kind of what why would that be no he doesn't know me then he doesn't know no, me but sometimes it might just be a way to for some people that don't mind it that might be a way to transcend so he woke up in the morning thought hmm let me surprise this girl he didn't think let me buy her flowers he didn't think let me go to to the flowers and buy her and buy myself a flashlight that's his surprise for me 
he might have had it already and Peter, just wanted you to share in the joy. I will surprise him myself <laughs> by walking out the door. Oh, okay, so let me turn it the other way. Yeah. What if you're the one that you like using sex toys and your partner doesn't want you to use sex toys? Is that a deal break? Would you then decide that actually? Would you compromise? I guess this is for um, Keisha. Mm-hmm. Is for your use of sex toys, you're open to using it, you're happy to use it, but you end and up you with a partner. It, yeah. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll say I hear you and I'll try. If I succeed or not, you will never have to know. <laughs> but actually, so I'm the opposite. I'd be like, actually, no, you have no, I don't feel like your partner should have any say in your pleasure needs okay not that's that's a terrible way to put it i.e if you're in a committed monogamous relationship obviously it goes without saying don't sleep don't have sex with somebody else but for the use of sex toys is for my pleasure my self-exploration and my own happiness yeah, but then you don't want him to use it you, you said you don't want to catch him using it so, no, the flashlight. There are other things that he might be able to use that I'll be like, if okay. he wants to use that particular flashlight? I mean, yeah. That's for my own, my own release. That's for my own joy. Why would you deny him that? Why? If you remember a few minutes ago, we talked about like double standards. I accept. <laughs> I have double standards when it comes to use of sex toys. Okay, I feel okay. like I should be allowed to use my vibrators. <laughs> And well, you'll go at anything I want to, but he cannot use the flashlight or the blow-up doll. There are other things he can use, maybe like a cock ring. I'll be happy, yeah, I don't mind that. But none of all of the flashlight and blow-up doll things, that's beyond my pay grade, my <laughs> age grade. Can I just ask something? So a lot of the toys you guys have been referring to have been the penetrative kind. What about the role-playing kind, like handcuffs and things like that? They they're not really classed as sex toys though. Why not? Play stuff. Well, um, I'm not sure are. why. Why not? They, they do kind of. Sex toys. Well, sex aids again. They're sex aids. Yeah, they're not sex toys. They're the marital aids that we still mentioned. <laughs> Maybe they're marital aids. People are labeling all of these things. My point is, if they are there to create stimulation, why shouldn't they be? But I guess that's well, not what you guys are thinking. Well, it depends. It, it doesn't matter as well. Like handcuffs. I don't know. No, they're not after sex toys. I, I get where you're coming from. The end result is probably the same, right? But yeah, they're not. I think. I think to you, they're toys, not. For some other people, no, no, no. Be. I mean, generally, um, definition-wise, they're not. They're not um, things like um, nurses' outfits and and handcuffs. They actually are not classed as. Um, How about whips? What are you guys? What are your thoughts on whips? If you're not going to use vibrators or dildos, how about someone like whipping and like slight spanking? The paddles. I think everybody just went quiet. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Let's take let's take that offline. offline. I think I should say now that it seems that sex toys are more mainstream than they used to be, and um, a lot less embarrassing to get hold of. I mean, gone are the days where you had to go to Soho at night and grab something off the shelf in some grimy store, you know, where you see a guy wearing an anorak, you know. (laughs) <laughs> ready to flash you or something i think these days you can buy anything online um do a bit of th- research and buy something that works for you i mean 
I can give you an example of my first experience was um, years ago when we, you know, just as a laugh, we wanted to buy um, a, a gift for a friend. It always starts off as a laugh. <laughs> I know, right? It always starts as a laugh. So we, you know, we took ourselves to a very famous store in Soho, giggling like kids, um, you know, and it, it, it was a very sober place. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I expected when I got in. But, you know, it went there, it was quiet, sober, you know. So we went to the cashier and, you know, just, um, where are the sex toys for women, you know? And she just, you know, she must have, obviously, the way we're behaving, she must have known that, okay, these are novices. So she just these pointed, first you timers. know, first timers, exactly. So she just pointed us and left us to it. And I actually appreciate that she didn't follow us there or crowd us because when we got there, we were like little kids, like, ah, look at this, ah, look at that, you know? But then we just grabbed one and paid for it and left, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, Rashida, <laughs> do you have any um, stories that you'd like to share? Um, the first time I ever went into a sex toy, sex toy, sex shop, mm-hmm. actually, it was with Crystal. Crystal. Oh, what <laughs> is? Oh. <laughs> it was with Crystal on yeah. Oxford Street. <laughs> and I remember, I don't even know what I was thinking, what I was expecting, but my i never know how old i was at the time but my mind was thoroughly blown because i'd never seen i think on that day they had the dildos all lined up from the really tiny ones to some monstrosities what on earth (laughs) just as i was still getting past that then i saw like the different outfits and um, bondage clothing and i was like clearly this is not for me we giggled like we're teenagers when yeah. when and we left the shop <laughs> but uh, that was the first time but oh, wow. oh, then the next time when i ever well not next time a few times you just go in and just got look and look then you a few times you talk to the i tell the shop assistants okay what do people use i'm just looking around and just chit chat and slowly my com- i build my confidence and when I got the voucher, I bought one for myself. Okay. But most okay. of the time, online now, most of the stuff I buy now is online. They deliver next day. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> packaging. So you don't you won't be worried that your postman, Pat, will be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> this is the third, third package this week from wherever, wherever shop you're buying stuff from. So, hmm. yeah. What, what about you, Crystal? Um, I don't have a funny story. Okay. I don't have a funny personal story, but I don't know if you guys heard of the woman who fainted in Asda because she no. was wearing a vibrating pant. What? <laughs> yeah, what? so this was woman was in no, wasn't it? <laughs> this woman was in Asda shopping and she fainted. That's not funny. <laughs> her to hospital. That's not funny though. <laughs> She fainted because she was having multiple orgasms over and over. Oh, bless. Why would you do that? Like, oh my God. Why not? Maybe she just bought it. So she was like, let me test this thing. And that could be her thing, actually. Well, it could be. That's true. That's true. And she was living her best life, but unfortunately, (laughs) she kind of lived it too. Overlived it. Okay. All right. So um, let's get into the topic of sex and um, um, belief or faith. Um, 
in my youth, um, faith had a large impact on me and um, my sexual freedom. So, you know, yeah, when we're I young, we're told to cover up, lower our gaze, and um, sex and masturbation, and you know, they were taboo topics. They were not spoken about at all. I mean, but obviously, as, as I grew older, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm more mature, you, you know, the, the layers of um, keeping everything inside just sort of left out and you realize it's normal to talk about it, you know, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's no longer a big deal, especially amongst friends. So I wonder how you guys reconcile, you know, masturbation and sex with your belief systems, you know? Um, from when you were younger or now that you're older to um really so um so i don't masturbate so nothing to reconcile there for me um and i do believe that belief systems faith these are personal things so um i guess the way i look at it is that we all make choices i mean and so far as you can deal with the consequences of your choices you go ahead it's a personal thing and everybody is accountable to themselves and whatever high order they believe in so it, it for me is as straightforward as that really yeah i get that mm -hmm. mm. i get that um crystal um so i guess it's like a really difficult um topic but i think apart from religion there's also the society and they're kind of interlinked in a sense so <clears throat> There's, you have to be a good woman, you can't behave in a certain way. Mm. So I guess for me, I used to feel guilty. I even felt more guilty masturbating than I did having sex, which was so weird for me. Mm. But as you grow older, you just, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. You, I guess, reconcile your beliefs with how you feel i don't know yeah. i don't know how to explain it but i don't feel guilty masturbating anymore and i don't know why Wait, there's some friends you can't even discuss sex toys with because mm. they'll judge you so well that yeah. should be okay whether they judge you okay i'm yeah whether they judge or not is yeah okay but i'm doing me mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's not the judging that's the problem but imagine you wanted to talk about it but they're all quiet okay so, yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you well. know i think we also recognize that some people are not comfortable talking about mm. it it may not be yeah. from a judging space it may be from inexperience lack yeah, of awareness sure. mm. um i i do know that yes of course some people do judge some people see it as a sin and all that stuff but I also recognize that for some people, it's just never entered their reality. They just don't yeah. consider it at all. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with it. Because no, everybody's in a different all. space and on a different yeah, yeah. journey. Yeah. And I think yeah. like, you know, Rashida says, so far as you are comfortable with it and you are open enough to kind of talk about it and you don't take what people say back on you, because that's them, that's not you, mm. yeah. then we're good, you know. I have yeah. no issues talking about how I feel about it with my circle of friends you ladies you know we can talk about Are it we your circle? that's right yeah <laughs> relax yourself George. Yeah. cool <laughs> i've been telling you to be cool it's not budget. okay 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 so i'm gonna i'm gonna get us to move on to the um q a session with our guests now cool. um, rashida is the yes. relationship 
and sex educator for young persons. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. Yes, I am. You may, yeah. you may applaud me now. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to, um, Rashida's going to shed some light and provide some practical tips. So I think the first question I'll ask her is, um, how do you choose the right sex talk? So there are different things. I mean, it can get intimidating mm. and you have to just think about what you like or what you're looking to get out of it. For instance, it's well known that many women don't orgasm through penetrative sex. So for a woman, she might be looking for a sex toy because she's looking for ways to orgasm with her partner without penetration. So you think of, okay, does this sex toy go internal or external? Okay. What your budget is as well is another thing to factor in. Yeah, so for... And since if you're going to go external, there's the option of maybe you go for a bullet vibrator, which is really good because it's small, it's discreet most of the time anyway. And you, it's got, the shape is good and it helps you kind of explore your clitoris and vulva areas more easily. The most common internal option is the, like the rabbit vibrator. And that is a good one because... It does provide internal and external stimulation. Okay. The also more important, also importantly, the type of toy it is. The type of toy will determine the cleaning. There's some, as I've said, you can use put it under running warm water with antibacterial soap, and you move on. Some mm-hmm. are electrical toys that you definitely don't want to get wet, so you okay. have to use these specialized cleaning gels and wipes every time. And for the last thing is for the jelly and rubber ones, you can actually boil some of them in water for eight to 10 minutes, just like you'd clean the menstrual cup because that's when we have um, disinfected and just boil it. Or I guess you have a separate saucepan for that. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) You don't want to use your pasta pot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. There was this Reddit thread I read. Mm-hmm. Some guy or some girl was mad. The, yeah, there go ahead. <laughs> the girl was mad with her with her housemate because she found out she had been cleaning. I'm not sure if it was the menstrual cups or her sex toys. I think it was the sex toy in the dishwasher, yeah. Sex. I'm like, that's grounds for kicking the person out that day. Wow, that's like uh, vagina flavored noodles and stuff. Oh my god, no, no, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. It's terrible, yeah. Terrible, yeah. Okay, what would you advise us in terms of lubrication? Oh, yes, lubricating our sex toys. Okay, good. So, you have to read the ingredients very, very carefully. Okay. Because it's very important. This is very important because obviously the lubricants will be going close to your inside your body, your genitals, and nobody wants like terrible chemicals all up in their vagina. No, because that's the quick. As I said, that's the quickest way to get some An sort infection. of vaginal infections. Food. I know lots of um, movies have just normalized like. Uh, some random oils or chocolate all over your body, but you have to be very aware that um, some ingredients ideally are not meant to go up into your 
vaginal space. So you have to just be careful about that. And the, well, I guess maybe the first thing I should have mentioned is when you buy a new lubricant, always use, do a skin test, a patch test, mm. just to be sure you're not allergic to it. Because as I said, the last thing you want is like, as I call it, itchy bum disease. You always research the sex toys. As I mentioned, budget is a big thing. The cheaper sex toys, some of them might have not gone through any sort of regulation. So the charging points might just overheat. So you need to be aware of the source of the sex toys. There was... There, as in, um, in the last few years, there's been this move from battery-powered sex toys to rechargeable ones. Mm -hmm. Most of them have USB connections, and you can either plug it to the wall mains or plug it into your laptop. But the um, <clears throat> the there was a thread I was reading the other day, and the question was, can my sex toy introduce malware onto my computer? So a sex toy from, exactly, which is something wow. I've never thought of yet. Yeah. But a sex toy from a reputable brand is less likely to, I guess, expose your computer or, yeah, your computer to malicious software. But if mm, you that's very, decide, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. My, my thoughts are if you buy from a cheaper, less reputable retailer or manufacturer, you have, no one knows, there are no regulations on what, of the software within these toys could contain so okay i guess so i guess in is, summary it's more about make sure you read the instructions read the um, instructions yeah. do your research do very research. very carefully and talk to as many people as you can there are lots and lots of websites online web, web um, resources that tell you how to choose a set story they have mm -hmm. videos on demonstrating and how to use them safely okay thank you so much for that rashida we really appreciate your words of wisdom on that i know um, right i'm so wise thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're sex wise yeah sex toy wise yeah. um let me give you um as usual we always end our podcast with some quick questions so rashida I will ask you um will you be buying any more sex toys this year or if you got your repertoire or um, portfolio complete i'm open to suggestions so if there's anything you think is good and you're like oh my friend this will make you see stars send it I'll be <laughs> we'll hit you too. up we'll hit you up yeah. what about you crystal will you be buying your first sex toy well i'm waiting for my friends <laughs> who promised to get me one for my so, birthday so for the friend which was in april <laughs> So let me interrupt. For the friends that are looking to buy these sex toys, if you're listening, I would recommend a clitoral stimulator. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. She said that with a wink, by the way. I know you can't see it, but she said that with a wink. So, yeah. Ribby, same question for you. Will you be buying your first sex toy? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she wrote. <laughs> yeah, keeping it simple. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. So I hope this episode has How about you, you, Keisha? Um, so I've got one. I've got two actually. Um, I won't be buying any more. I think I won't be buying any more. And the reason is because I think you need to buy the right ones. And I think I've bought the right ones for my needs. Sorry, so I, you don't I'm want not. But well, your again. needs always expand. Yeah. Okay. 
It's so good. I, 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 I might not she, be Why are you converting her? She says she don't want no more. She'll be looking <laughs> to her friends to buy her more now. Please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, your needs change. And sometimes my daughter mm-hmm. bite my head off. But sometimes you think, yes, this is the one way and the fail-proof way of getting um, the, the, o. the yeah. big O. The but the truth is there are like a million ways, different ways to get and you sometimes you need to explore and expand your repertoire. Hmm. And on not- that note, on that note, um, thanks for listening to the Talking Single Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Special guest thanks to our guest, Rashida, what, for dropping what, what? her pearls of wisdom. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Bye. I hope you invite me back bye, for the day. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. You've been listening to the Talking Single Podcast. Want to continue the conversation? Then follow us on Instagram with the handle at Single Talks Podcast. Tag us on any post with the hashtag Single Talks. And trust us, we will look at every post you send. Then head over to our website, singletalkspodcast.com, where you can find all our podcast episodes. We are also downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also email us at singletalkspodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to have your comments, questions, or even future topics to cover. Till next time, take care. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. (laughs) Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when GEICO makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls! Yeah! GEICO Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.